This topic will be about child support. Funny topic, though, because who would think two people that got together, really loved each other, or still love each other, whatever the case may be, now one or the other is being forced to take care of the child financially. It's really an issue where you get a third party involved, as with anything. They have more say-so than you. They dictate who pays what, who gives what, who gets what. Meanwhile, the child don't have two parents. It's really crazy these days. The simplest thing that we all learned how to do to communicate was talk. But yet, we have this old ideal about what somebody thinks or what somebody says or how we should conduct ourselves as people. Attention is the most important thing these days, yet nobody's willing to give it. You got these children starving for one parent, let alone both. And then when they get one, barely, that one parent that's doing absolutely everything that they're supposed to do turns out not to be enough, well, in the eyes of the child, you know, because how the child grows up, how they react and teach their own children or treat their parents when they're able to be adults, it's really mind-boggling. To this day, I saw my mom struggle hard. Not at first, because she never was a single parent. She was married, had another child, watched that grow, and then I watched it go. And it wasn't something that the children did. Of course not. Because adults are responsible ones. You know, they're the ones who are supposed to take care of everything. Make sure the child, children, will be alright. In the long run, those children grow up and one day they have their own children and they swear by everything that everything that was done wrong by them won't happen however who's in control of parenting I know one fact about it all though if love remain in every relationship there won't be any turmoil there won't be any mishaps I don't understand I don't get you what are you talking about? None of that will be there because love is unconditional. There's no ifs and buts and okay, hold ons. It's love and it remains. So out of all the stuff that we do when it comes to love, make sure in the long run that it wasn't just lust. Because, well, to those who find out that they were just made out of lust and not love. Remember, children do grow up, and they watch everything we do. Believe me, they imitate their atmosphere. And that's not just a lyric. It's true facts. So be mindful of our actions, sayings, everything we do, who we are around, everything. Because a child is you, human, grown, absorbent, learning. And all they want is your love. They don't understand anything else. So try to make sure that they really receive that. And on that note, have a great life. Peace, love, and respect. Take care of yourselves. Please.
sex has turned into a pill. <laughs> Funny. No, really. A lot of infomercials, commercials are based on basically enhancement of the male area. And then there's the ideal of the pill for the woman whose ideal of a good time has turned into an actual life inside of her. Not a disease, a life. And most people are like, well, yeah, I was born and that's my first day of life. Actually, your first day of life is when you were conceived. Basically, in a lot of cultures, you're nine months old when you're born. And the way that's looked at is because life existed as soon as you were there in the womb. But back to the whole sex is a pill kind of thing because you got the guy he gets his pill get to go on you got the girl she got the pill she had, she she can end it you know what i mean and really after it's all said and done there's no companionship there's no real true love no sensuality nothing sensual about Wanting to be among someone who you are really attracted to in a way that you don't want anybody else to have this attraction. And they, too, feel the same way. It's not just sex. Because if we've come down to just sex being a pill, no wonder we become aliens with no organs and giant heads. Because the brain is what we really use. (laughs) So why just use your bodies this way? Hmm. It goes a long, long, long way down the road when it comes to companionship, being lonely, what we call a relationship, peripheral relationships, you know, those that really don't count, but they count good enough to get good enough involved with someone. It's just really scary how sex has gotten this overrated. And in the beginning, it was just to be prosperous. Because if you had a family, you had to take care of that family. So you didn't have time to just sit around and have sex or go meet up and just have sex and chill. You know, most people had to get up and go to work or was on their way to work. You know, life was about, it was meaningful. It still is. It's not just sex. And for someone like myself, truly, I'm looking outside, no longer inside dwelling and dwindling and interacting because it's not what it should be I mean if it was we wouldn't have any problems we wouldn't have all these rights to have sex (laughs) you hear that rights to have sex so yeah once again sex is in a bottle you can grab it pop it and go you also can grab that bottle pop it and it's gone So, what's going on with life? Because a baby is a blessing. A disease, that truly isn't a blessing. And then it makes you think, wow, I got a disease from having sex. Whoa, think about that. I have a disease. (laughs) And it came from sex. (laughs) Whoa. Now, if you, me, or anybody else truly know what it feels like to be loved, and have somebody truly look out for you because they love you, not because they're going to get some sex from you, not because they keep getting sex from you, because you keep giving it to them, 
We're more than sex, right? We're sensual people. We have feelings. And it just don't end with an orgasm. On that note, you guys have a wonderful one. And think before you put it in your mouth and swallow it. You never know where that may lead you. We all know what the meaning of love means. I'm pausing because I think we should really ponder on that word, love. Because it's easy to just say it (laughs) with no meaning. Believe me, people tap it on social media all the time. They love something. I think it should be something that I enjoy. There should be an enjoy button online, you know. Something similar to love, you know, but it's not the love gesture that we overrate. Like it should actually be uh I enjoy that a lot button. You know what I'm saying? And everybody get it and relate to it. Because the the overrating of love, the misuse of it, the manipulations behind it, you know, it's real easy, like I said. I love you. For me, though, it's not that easy. I am not empty, and it's not an echo behind it. It It is from the depths of me, from the true, the life of me, from the meaning of it, the fullest connection of it. Love is God. I don't play with God, so of course I won't play with love. And um, you won't hear me say it just just to be saying it. Because I I want something. Oh, I love you. You're the greatest. No. I'll say it because you didn't give me anything. I'll say it before you say it. And I'll say it not to hear you say it. Because it doesn't matter if you say it or not. Because once again, I, I truly have this perception about honesty. Truth. Genuine. When they are really, truly caring about the people they're speaking to. And not just themselves. Because love isn't selfish. Lust is. Being sensual is a very good thing. Being sexual is not. I mean, look at where it's going to get us. We're not having kids to do it. They're stopping that left and right. The culture is dissipating like we're on self-destruction mode. And all because we're lost in translation. On what love is. Love. I kind of want to say over and over again. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. It's enjoy. A happy face with heart eyes. Let's do something other than just tapping on love. And thinking it's okay to just. Tap on love as it being just a word. Because it's way beyond that. Way beyond it. We have kids out here loving shoes. Loving outfits. Loving to be online. Loving to play games. Then we got the adults. Loving to play games. You know what I'm saying? Trying to tell people how they truly are loving a passion about something. And they really don't push it. You know? Loving something that they really would like to share. But don't share it. You know? Truly, love is unconditional. There is no breaking it down and... You get this part of love and only that part of love. And you'll never get that part of love because you don't deserve that part of love. Who is dictating all this? Like, really, who's okaying what we're calling love? 
what we're okay with when it comes to love. Because I truly need to understand it, you know. And if there's a new definition to it, like they're trying to put out a 13th planet with 13 months and all of this extra stuff coming out of nowhere. It's like the imagination's great, grand. Let's keep it growing and going. Just not input, so much input on what others should believe when it comes to what you have passion for. Like if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But anything and everything should not be pushed, especially when it comes to love. Oh, you love me, you'll do this for me. You don't love me, you don't do nothing for me. Whoa. <laughs> love is unconditional and it does definitely doesn't have any kind of guards up saying you, you got to do this because you love me. I said to my young women all the time, please, ladies, love yourself first. Because then you'll know when someone else doesn't. Love yourself genuinely because you'll know when someone else is being genuine. Just don't get out here thinking that somebody gave you something. <laughs> and believe me, you, it's probably something that ain't going to be worth anything. Because to me, what's worth something is your smile, a genuine smile, not a devious one, a genuine smile that just actually is caring about somebody. And not in a sense where you're going to disrupt their lives and try to cause chaos. And No, just actually caring, smiling. And oh my gosh, you can feel love in hugs. <laughs> I'm like really on point when it comes to feelings and emotions and people and really understanding life and people. And it's like, since I was a child, you couldn't hide it from me. So if you hate me, I knew. <laughs> and it was because I knew I didn't hate you back. <laughs> That's tit for tat. That's not me. What I did do is love you more. <laughs> Way more. So much more that you just couldn't stand me even more. And it wasn't me all along. Because everything starts within ourselves. I say the soul's eyes connection is just unbeatable. A lot of people don't look you in the eyes because they don't want you to see their souls. And a lot of people will look you dead in your eye because they have one that's not true to them. They have one that is there, but they don't understand the whole process of the soul or life itself. And because of that, they're mad at somebody who is in tune with life, in tune with love. Sadly, and it's just one hand raising or one, excuse me, can you help me? I don't understand. Just that simple. And I, I, I get it. Nobody wants to be wrong, but who wants to stay not knowing? Who wants to stay, I, I could have or I, sh I have an opportunity, but I lack on knowledge of it. It's real simple. Like in school, when we learned our ABCs and one, two, threes, it got us to where we are right now, understanding each other, multiplying, adding, dividing, all these things that we use with those things. But the number one thing we got from the day one we were here was love and attention. And if we don't get it the way we seem fit, then we cause problems for somebody else. So they'll never ever see the love or feel the love. Because somebody who had that opportunity to show them love and let them feel it, show them something else, gave them something else instead. Let's just get back on the I really enjoy things instead of loving everything. Because really, when you love everything, you truly don't love nothing. 
on that, I am going to dwell on something else. Maybe back on this, you know, because me, I'm I'm a fan of love. I wear heart-shaped glasses. I'm out here, like, pushing, reminding people, hey, it's in all of us. Color don't matter when it comes to love, when it comes to true love. And I ain't talking about sex. Because once again, you wouldn't want to have sex with somebody that you see in need. You wouldn't want to have sex with a child that really just needs a, a parent or a guardian. No, leave sex over there. That has nothing to do with love. Believe me. Believe me. Because when it was really supposed to happen, sex for the first time was sex for the first time with one person that never had sex either. And the other never had sex. And all they got was each other. So they couldn't compare anything other than what they just had. Each other. When you got sex with somebody else and then you go over there and you try to have sex with somebody else and now you're comparing sex, not love. Sex. Uh, this is this person did this, and now this person don't do that. And then you, you you compare it, and this person have no clue, and all this person want to do is just love. But now they're turned into the sex of love, and you'll never win with that. So be mindful if you want somebody out here that's really genuinely caring. Pay attention to their sex life or lack thereof. Because if they got a sex life, they out there doing it. If they don't, believe me, you're not. What's most important to me is love. It never grows old. And it doesn't end in just some old regretful orgasm. (laughs) That's funny, a regretful orgasm. All right, peace, love, and respect. Take care of each other. Peace. I said it. When you were a child, and I mean, that's when you're the most free. No boundaries, no worries. Nothing to really worry about until maybe someone showed you or taught you restrictions. That'll be something I want to dwell on right now. Restrictions. It reminds me when I was in a grocery store. I tend to go there a lot by myself. It's my escape. And I can be there for just two things, but it's just just being out and not mingling, but observing. You know what I'm saying? What's going on around me, how life is. And I saw this little girl. She maybe was three. Maybe three and a half. And she was telling her mom she wanted some ice cream. And her mother said no. And out of nowhere, Here's this little bird speaking to this lady, saying, we learn no, and we so much hold on to no, and set ourselves up for no in life, that it's almost like, be prepared to fail, because no, you know what I mean, and I was like, let that baby be, and before I can even finish with this lady about her child, that child had got that ice cream, put it in the basket, and skipped along like it was the greatest thing in life no worries and in her mom's mind she thought about that and she probably took herself back to when she was a child and she was told no she couldn't do something she couldn't have something and the word no is so powerful when it comes to us as black people especially because it's like that's the ultimate for you no I said it that's it you can't have it and I'm like whoa 
Imagine if somebody said yes and didn't stop us from being children and exploring and, and you know, gaining the knowledge that we truly need and, the, you know, the, the bumps that we need to learn in life that, you know, on our own and not being so protected by everything to the point where when we get old enough to get out there in the real world, there's no protection because now you're an adult. You have to do it yourself and no one really cares if you have an opinion about what you really want in life or if you can have something in life we don't care about that you went to school you do this now you got to go work and do that and you're not free as adults we are so childlike that's why we do stuff we do because we're still children most of the stuff happening in our lives got us stuck at that age remember when something devastating i mean your most terrible thing happened to you at that age and that's where your mindset is even though your body had to grow even though your mind was supposed to grow but you were yielded you were stopped somebody said you couldn't do something the word no became your most powerful thing in your life and yes is even more powerful so when you tell someone no and there's no reason behind it when you tell someone yes, and every reason shows, just imagine the lift, the enthusiastic person before you, the person that wants to grab life and hold on to it and really, really have fun with life, instead of being some sort of made-to-do-in-life type person, not having a true say-so because... If they say something, no is coming and they expect it. You know, a lot of people want to ask people for help. They want to ask people questions. They truly want answers. They truly want help. They want love. They want support, relationships, whatever it is. They want that, but most of the times they stop themselves because they are fearful of this two little letters this word that says no maybe <laughs> that's a polite no might it's almost like yes but you didn't get a yes so I don't like the in-betweens of things I want a yes or a no and if you tell me no please tell me why because believe me you when you say yes I already knew that was the joyous that was the best thing ever that's with anybody but be mindful of what you're saying yes to. Make sure it's not to hurt anybody, yourself, and it's to build. Because when you say no, it definitely destroys. It's like a building block set. Uh, Jenga's, you know, you got the blocks all set up and you're about to make a master move. You know some master move and someone says no, don't do that. And the rest of your life, from that simple little game you played, and this is a metaphor I'm speaking of. You could have did something. You know you could have did. But somebody said no. And now you're kicking yourself wondering. Could you have done it? Knowing you could have. So be mindful of the no's. Be easy on the no's. Give regard to no's. Let them understand why it's a no. Because nine times out of ten is to protect. And then there's that one time it's just saying no. Being mean. And it's sad because people in power, and that's parents, bosses, teachers, 
a lot of roles. People get that power play in them and that authority role. And now you look at somebody that has nothing to do with nothing you're doing in life and you want to push that off onto them. Woes to the person that gives something to somebody they can't handle. I'm going to go and take this and hopefully have you guys understand that no is the most powerful word out there. The counter word to kill it is yes. Make sure you're not hurting your child by telling them no. Stopping them from being something that they could possibly be and they know they can. Support. That's the key to yes. When you don't support, you saying no. Peace, love, and respect. Yes. Take care of each other, please.